0: Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and to dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Today's passage is Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 to 16. And as always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. There's a great temptation that we often face to take shortcuts. Abram and Sarai face this temptation. Abram is now 86, and God has still not sent him a son. Sarah made a suggestion. Abram could take Hagar, her Egyptian servant, and could conceive with her. The problem with shortcuts is that they think that God only cares about the destination at which we arrive, and not the journey we take. The desire to take shortcuts is rarely, if ever, born from faith and almost always comes from dissatisfaction. Notice how Sarah blames her predicament on God. She said, The Lord prevented me from bearing children, so she now has to find a shortcut. But because shortcuts are born from dissatisfaction, they almost always lead to greater complication. The plan was Sarah's and yet she's the one who's most offended when it comes to fruition. We can control our actions, but we can't control the consequences of our actions. When we follow God's plans, even if they're hard and do not follow the timetable we desire, what we have to realize is that we are risking the unknown. This is how deceptive Satan is. We take shortcuts because we fear what will happen if we do follow God's plan, and so we try and grab control over our own life and our destiny. However, what we're really doing is stepping out from the safety of God's perfect plan and stepping into the chaos of our inability to exercise any control in our life. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. Question number one. What does this passage tell me about God? Now, in the midst of all the mess created by Abram and Sarai, there's a victim in the person of Hagar. Not only is she forced into a relationship with Abram, but after she's conceived, she's forced to flee for her own safety. Yet God cares about her, and He seeks to bless her in her affliction. Her response that she sees God... And her obedience shows the depth of her faith in God. You know, Sometimes people find themselves innocent victims of the sin of others. And sometimes we find ourselves guilty victims of our own sin. But what we can never forget is that God is a God who sees our brokenness. And whatever the cause of it, He's near to care for us and heal us and refuses to leave us in our brokenness. The second question we want to ask is, What does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? Sin always has unintended consequences. Sin affects people like Hagar. She's simply a servant of Sarai and she's brought into the tawdry love triangle against her will. She's affected by the faithlessness of Abram and Sarai. Moses even tells us Hagar was an Egyptian And it's probable that Hagar was acquired in Egypt in chapter 12 when Abram was given female servants, among other things, as dowry by the Pharaoh because Abram had lied about Sarai being his sister. You see, all of these things show how unintended consequences can continue way past the sin. Why we even see that there are consequences of the sin of Abram and Sarai that would last past the life of Abram and Sarai. The messenger of the Lord tells Hagar that her son will have his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him. Ishmael is considered the father of the Arab world. In Islamic tradition, Ishmael, not Isaac, is the child of promise. In other words, the, conf- the conflict that exists today in the modern nation of Israel and the conflict that permeates in the Middle East has its roots in this very moment when two people tried to take a shortcut. The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? What shortcuts are, are you and me trying to affect God's promises? We want what we want, and we want it now. God works on a second too soon, or a second too late. And even when we want a good thing, for a good reason, We can never think that it's good to try and get it ourselves, because what we're doing is instead of letting God gift us something, instead of recognizing it as a gift, we try and grab it for ourselves. Another thing we have to do is to see the warning in this passage against doubling down on our sin. Sometimes when we try to take shortcuts, we realize the the mess we've made. But instead of repenting and changing, we blame others. We take our frustrations out on them. It's what Sarai does with Hagar. The worst thing we can do when we realize we're in sin is to continue in it. And the Bible says that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and will cleanse us of all unrighteousness. What we need to do is believe him enough to take him up on his promise. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we're going to discuss Genesis chapter 17, verse 1 to 14. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. I'm going to live so God can use me anytime, anywhere. I'm going to live so God can use me anytime.